Welcome to Langstaff Online. My name is Michael De Silva, and I am your host for episode 59. In this episode, we are going to be listening to Brian Joyce, who is continuing his series on spiritual warfare. The title of his message is The Sword of the Spirit, A Needed Word. This is part eight. Good day, and thank you for joining the podcast. Today we will talk about the sword of the Spirit from Ephesians chapter 6. Let's pray. Father, thank you for preserving your word down through the ages. We have been so fortunate and blessed to have it in our own language with reliable translations to help us understand the truth. We value the truth. We love the truth. We desire above all things to live the truth. Father, thank you for the indwelling Holy Spirit who is able to take truth and apply it to our circumstances. Help us today to receive your word and to surrender fully to what your spirit desires. Thank you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The last of the six pieces of armor that Paul mentions in Ephesians 6 is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, Ephesians 6, 17. The Greek word for sword, which is used here, indicates that it is a small sword. Paul was familiar with the short, sharp Roman sword, which was one of Rome's great military innovations adapted from the Greeks of a previous generation. It was used in close combat with the enemy and was double-edged like the Word of God. For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 a specific passage. Two different Greek words are used to refer to the Word of God. One is the well-known word logos, which indicates the whole revelation of Scripture. The Lord Jesus himself is called the logos in John chapter 1. The other word used in the Word of God is uh, the word here in Ephesians 6.17, which is rhema. And it refers to a specific saying or a specific word for a present need. As God gives you a specific truth, he expects you to apply it to your life. And in doing so, you render the enemy ineffective. This is why it is so necessary to be reading and enjoying God's word on a daily and consistent basis. It gives opportunity for the Spirit of God to take the specific saying of Scripture and make direct applications to our present need. When you are discouraged, you need a word from God, maybe a psalm reminding you that God is on your side. When you are tempted to lust, you need a word from God, possibly a text that reminds you that Christ is enough, like Colossians 2. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in him, Colossians 2, 9 and 10. When you are faced with obnoxious people, you need a word from God reminding you of the love and patience he had for you when you were in your sins. 
when you find your priorities shifting towards worldly things, you need a word from God to steer you back to proper values. These words of Jesus are helpful, but seek first the kingdom of God, Matthew 6, 33. If you are a timid person and you are in a situation where there is opportunity to share the gospel, you need a word from God, such as the encouragement that Paul gave to Timothy. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-control. 2 Timothy 1.7 Each of these situations, along with thousands of others, are opportunities for believers to move forward into enemy territory with the power of the sword doing its effective work. A secret power. The secret power behind the Word of God is the Holy Spirit. Your sword is the sword of the Spirit. It is, a, it is a sword used by those who have received Christ and therefore have the Spirit of God dwelling within them. Ephesians 1.13 The sword is used well by believers who are allowing the Spirit to fill and control their lives. Be filled with the Spirit, Ephesians 5.18. These believers are able to wield the sword effectively and not in a carnal or self-serving way. The sword becomes an extension of the soldier, so it is essential for God's Word to be deeply instilled in our minds and hearts. The sword must be used in a proper way, it is not a toy to swing at random or a club to hammer down or a javelin to throw into the air. The effective soldier knows how to use the sword, when to use the sharp edges, when to use the flat of the blade, or when to thrust deep into the enemy's heart. This takes, uh, this takes extensive training. The believer must be skilled in handling the Word of God. Whether male or female, one must know the Word and know the God of the Word. This takes time, a lot of time. Time alone in His presence. Paul was emphasizing this when exhorting Timothy, saying, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the Word of Truth. 2 Timothy 2.15 A lot of damage can be done when truth is misapplied or taken from its context to promote uh, a self-serving agenda. A special purpose. The sword has a purpose. It, like the Word of God, penetrates and renders the enemy ineffective and defeated. This is exactly uh, what Jesus did when tempted by Satan in the wilderness. He silenced Satan with the word of God. What, whatever demon, whatever evil, whatever temptation you may face today, use the word of God to bring you victory. This is the teaching of 2 Corinthians 10. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. 2 Corinthians 10.4 Although Satan could never find a foothold in our Lord Jesus, we have natures that often respond to his deception and we need God's power to destroy them. A sacred person. 
As we have noted in past podcasts, the armor is a picture of Christ himself. He is the truth. He is our righteousness, and he is our peace. He is the source of our faith and our salvation. Christ is the living word of God. Not only did he gain victory with the word of God in his earthly temptation, but in a coming day he will defeat all his foes with the word of his mouth. From his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. Revelation 19.15 This shows us what the word, what his word, can do. And so today... And each day forward, we need to put on the Lord Jesus Christ, as Paul instructs in Romans 13, 14. As we do this, the battles of God will be won. The glory of God will be honored. And the kingdom of God will be advanced. Thank you for listening. His word is your strength.